Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. And thank you for joining. I really, really appreciate the fact that you're here, that you're listening. Good morning to you. Yes, it is morning, no matter what time of day it is where you are, no matter when you're listening to this. If you are listening to what we're talking about, then you're waking up. You're waking up to your true life. So I say good morning to you. And I also want to remind you that it's so important to live in these three ways. One is to be thankful. Always live with an attitude of gratitude. You know, if you really want to be happy in life, you have to be thankful first. Happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. And then secondly, give. Give when you can. Giving is so important. It's about us being all one. When you're giving to someone, you're actually giving to yourselves. When you're giving, you're receiving at the same time. And that's what we're here to do. Uh, we, we talked a lot last week about our number one thing here. The purpose that we're here is to give. So give when you can. And then thirdly, because we have this power to choose, it is a gift that we've been given. We can choose every moment of our day. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to give. But I always encourage, love first and then choose. When you do that, you will have an amazing, amazing week. So I know if you've done those three, those three things, you've had an amazing week, and you've made an amazing week for the people around you. So I bid you good morning. Thank you for joining. And I'm so, so happy to have you with us today. Uh, we are going to have a guest uh, join us tonight and or this morning, and I will introduce him to you in a second because he's a, a very, very uh, unique uh, in terms of what he has gone through and what he his abilities are as well. And um, what I really, really like about what he's able to do is that he's taking it to another level. We'll talk about that in a moment. So uh, before we introduce our guest, I just want to make sure that uh, as we continue to talk about the things that are important to creating the life that we live. I, I want to reiterate uh, the, the, the one thing that uh, this all starts with, and it starts with the thoughts that you have in your mind, the thoughts that create the, the beliefs that you, that you carry around with you. And these thoughts that create beliefs turn into an emotion that you feel, and that emotion that you feel can often create behavior and actions that you take. And then from that, you have to know that you have the choice of what actions that you do take. And, and besides having the choice of the actions you take, you have the choice to be happy. And if you take those, those five things I just mentioned, 
the fact that you have thoughts, emotions, actions, choice, and happiness, you have the word teach. If you want to see that model, go to ClarenceCaldwell.com slash teach, and uh, one will be sent to you immediately. So I just want to remind you of the teach model. It is the basis from which we do a lot of our work, and I want you to remember that. It's an easy one to remember, but it starts with the thoughts that go through your head. So speaking of the thoughts that go through our minds every day, uh, the gentleman that's joining us tonight, his name is Frank Healy. And Frank has a ton of thoughts going through his head every day. We all do. But Frank has a, a, has a unique gift to, to be able to tap into those thoughts in a way that many of us have a, a hard time doing. Frank Healy is a licensed professional counselor and certified life coach. He is one of about 50 people who have been classified as having hyperthymesia by the University of California. Frank participated in their research studies because he remembers every day of his life since he was six years old. He is now 54. His memory of each day includes the day of the week, the weather in his locale, news events, and personal experiences. Recalling so much in his life had its advantages and disadvantages. The advantages include recall of every happy experience he's had with friends, family, school, and his wife. The corollary of that is that he remembers um, all of the negative things, bad days at work and school, slights from people, bad days at jobs, romantic breakups, etc. Before he began his own journey, he would recall bad memories with the same emotional intensity as if he was experiencing it now. He had learned to, to let go of the feelings. He now counsels and coaches people to heal from the ill effects of their own traumatic and unpleasant memories. This can help people be happier and move on to a successful present and future. Now, Frank currently lives with his wife in Dennisville, New Jersey. He's private practice associate for uh, at Associates for Life Enhancement in Northfield, New Jersey. And Frank enjoys going to the beach, reading, writing, playing Quizzo with friends and playing ball with his grandsons. Frank, I just had to read your entire bio here because it was so fascinating to me. Thank you for joining. Please say hello to our listeners. Yes, Clarence, it's a pleasure to be here. Hello, everybody. And, uh, well, Clarence pretty much spelled it all out, what I can do. And, uh, you know, along with those bad memories came, I had to learn how to at least let go of the feelings since I always have the memories in my head. And that's what my book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, is about. So it has exercises in it and personal stories, along with some inspiring stories of people I interviewed, how they overcame negative, the effects of negative memories, whether it was anxiety, depression, or beliefs that they can't do things. You can overcome that and go on to a happy and productive life. And I have another book coming out in the next couple of weeks called uh, The Ultimate Guide to Healing Your Past. And it's about how you we all have a treasure trove of things we can learn from each of our memories, things we shouldn't do, 
that won't produce the result we want and things we we should do that can take us further along, make us happier, even make us more grateful, as Clarence was talking about. So and we can be grateful for all that. And my new book will teach you how to uh, extract learnings, even from memories from a long time ago. Well, you know, Frank, the uh, I'm I'm just really um, fascinated by I'll call it a gift that you have to be able to recall. I don't know. Do you consider it a gift? Do you think it's something unique and that you that you uh, really uh, perceive as a, a gift or a power? Or how do you view that ability that you have? Yes, well. Most of it, I've always considered it as a gift. Now, I totally consider it as a gift. After I, I used to think that it was a mixed bag because of remembering all the bad things and remembering them with the same emotional intensity as if they were happening, as you mentioned. But now I've, I've learned, being that I've learned to get rid of the negative feelings but hold on to the good feelings and the learnings, now I consider it all gift. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. You know, I was watching a video of you um, uh, where uh, the the newscaster was was asking you questions about what what day does, uh, you know, November 15th, 1963 fall on? What day was that? And and you were able to just uh, completely just in, in a matter of less than a second, tell her what day it was. And she fact checked it and, and everything was was. You know, it's proof that you really do have this this gift. And um, as you mentioned, it's not just a, a trivial type of gift. It's one of those things that you can remember the things that have happened in your life that are both good and bad. And and what I really like about your work is the fact that you've been able to understand how to move past, let's call it the negative uh, thoughts and, and feelings that come with those thoughts. Um, and, and so when you work with your clients uh, they don't have that that same ability, but they must have those same thoughts that that uh, interrupt their day to day life. Yes, a lot of people. In fact, most people have some negative memories where they haven't let go of the feelings, and and that can stop them from having self confidence. It can stop them from being happy, and it can stop them from attempting certain things and even living up to their potential. For instance, like if you developed a a belief that you're not good at doing something, then you'd avoid those kinds of jobs where maybe if you did in that kind of entertainment, say if it was sports or acting in a show or playing an instrument. But if you kept at it, you know, you might do better with it and let go of the belief. Suppose you had a belief, uh, I can't play music, but then you really wanted to keep trying. So you could could change that belief to – well, maybe if I kept practicing, I could do okay. Right, right. You know, it's interesting. You, you talk about beliefs. I, I, uh, I have my own definition of, of a belief, and and uh, I've shared it here. I'll share it with you. I'd like to get your take on it as well. It's a very long statement, but it is true <laughs> to me. It, and that is, a belief is really just a, a thought or a set of thoughts that you hold long enough or often enough that they become the filter in which you see the world in which you see yourself. Yes, I would go along with everything you said, Clarence. And 
I'd also add to that that a belief is a conclusion you've drawn about life and reality. It could be a conclusion you've drawn about yourself, about people, about the world in general. And when you hold it and hold similar beliefs in your head long enough, you feel the emotions about it, and then that influences your actions. Great. Oh, that's, I like the way you, you uh, amended that. Um, I, I like that a lot. Thank you for adding that on. We are, uh, we're going to come up to the break here in a, in a moment here. So uh, I just would encourage everyone to really pay attention to what Frank has to offer tonight, this morning, because uh, I think it's going to be really, really enlightening to us. So stay in there and we will be right back right after this message. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 090917. That's 8883 Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment with more transformational keys for success here is your host clarence caldwell hello everyone welcome back clarence caldwell here with our special guest frank healy and frank is really uh, uh taking us deep into the to the uh, the memories of our, our minds here, and and I will I want to ask you, Frank, is because you have this unique gift, uh, but we all have memories that are a part of us. We just don't have the the same. Not many of us have the same ability to access these at a moment's notice the way you do. But they're still a part of us. Is that true? I mean, those memories are always there. Is that correct? Yes, they're always there because. Like when I was studied at the University of California, one of the things they did was an MRI, and uh, they found out that parts of our frontal lobes of the brain, where you do a lot of your thinking and memory and remembering, are almost uh, twice as large as the average person's. But mm-hmm. I think for anyone, and I mentioned this in my new book, the uh, that you know some that the memories that crop up are the ones that you need to learn from and need to heal. So nobody has to be concerned about, well, I don't have many memories crop or what are the right ones that I need to heal. They're the ones that will come up in your head. Mm. 
It's like your brain's giving you the message, uh, hey, you need to pay attention to this and do something with it. Right, right. Um, so there, there are um, there are some, I, I guess, uh, uh, differences in terms of our brains in, in those who, like yourselves, who have the ability to access those. But uh, but we all do have um, a certain amount of uh, ability to access that that information. I would think. Uh, how do you how do you get uh, your clients or people to to tap into that particular memory and and then begin to work with it? Well, some of the exercises that I have in Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life are where you take a good memory that you were happy and a bad memory where you were either anxious, upset, angry, maybe depressed, and you go back and forth in the meditation where you remember the good one and the bad one. And often that what happens with that is the good feelings from the good memory overshadow the bad feelings from the bad memory. It's called flooding the negatives with positives. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my exercises and others, like as we talked about beliefs a few minutes ago, other exercises and things I'll do with my clients to discover what beliefs you developed from a particular bad memory and uh, teach them how to change the beliefs. And that can be a little tricky sometimes because If you're going to change your belief to something that you feel like you have no memories or no evidence for, how do you do that? Well, sometimes just changing a couple words around and a couple words and then and then you change and then you think about it, as we were saying, long enough so that so that you feel it emotionally and don't just think it. Yes, yes, yes. I I, I completely agree with that. I think it's uh, a. it's very important that we all understand that we have um, we have a choice at that moment to continue to dwell on the memory that's causing us the the pain or to change what we're thinking um, at the, the very start of this is our thoughts so we have the choice to to say I, I want to flood these good thoughts in and and uh, overcome the bad memories uh, then the memories don't completely go away, but they become less powerful, I guess. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, well, that's what it is. Like, after you've done some of these exercises, the, mem- the, the memories that weren't so happy, they could still crop up, but you won't have the emotional intensity about them. It'll be just be like, okay, it happened. And so and that's, and when, you, when that happened, you know that you're healed. Yes, yes. You know, what I have um, experienced, and, and I, I, I know that others have as well, is that there's a almost, I'll call it a perverse uh, feeling of comfort uh, in some of the negative memories. We, we, we relive them, and it's, it's like, okay, woe is me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not good at this, and I've always been terrible at that, and we just kind of go into ourselves, and we kind of, it's like sitting in a, clo- a dark closet. It's like, you don't really want to be in there, but there's almost something comforting in that. If, is there a way to break out of that and just recognize that that's just not good for you, and it, it leads nowhere? Well, I think if you recognize that the sense of comfort simply comes from familiarity. I mean, sometimes people can be used to feeling miserable. 
Like an example, an example of that might be like someone whose spouse was always verbally abusing them, and then they get a divorce. In a weird, perverse way, they can actually miss the misery. And a way to overcome that is to realize that all it is is something that you're familiar with, and you might as well pick something better, even if it might be a little scary or feel strange to feel good, simply because you're not used to it. But it's worth the effort. Yes, I like that. Uh, Picking something better, even though it takes you out of that so-called comfort zone, because you know the comfort zone is not good for you. You have the choice to pick something better. Great. Yes, that's right. You, and we always have a choice. Like, uh, I think these days people are discovering more and more how that you can choose your your thoughts and then consequently you choose your feelings by what thoughts you entertain in the brain more often and longer. Yes, yes absolutely. Wow, that's great. Um, hey, I'm glad we're talking, Frank, because you are just you put you're just nailing down this this teach model of thoughts create the emotions, and uh, of course, from that, uh, what we do and how we live our lives, our actions um, produce the reality that we experience. Let's uh, you know you've mentioned your book a couple of times, and you have another one coming out. Let's let's tell everyone how we can get a hold of your information, how what services you have available where to reach you, how to get your books, etc. Okay, well, my books are, are, are available on, uh, on Amazon. And, well, two of my books, uh, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, is also available on Balboa Press. But, the, but it's available on Create Space, and they're, they're all available on Kindle. Now, on Amazon Kindle. So if you have a Kindle, you can get it for three ninety nine. Now, or for two ninety nine. I'm sorry, but then for uh, you know, as far as like my, my first book was Living with a Phenomenal Memory. I published that. Well, it was eight years ago last week. It came out Tuesday, October sixteenth, two thousand seven. And although it's still available for sale, I mostly wrote it for universities who might want to study me. It's a uh, I describe my own mental gymnastics about how I do the memory things, and um, it can still be a good read. And then I have a book that's only available on Kindle, Memory Quiz, What Kind of Learner Are You? And that's uh, finding your learning style, whether you're more auditory, visual, or kinesthetic. And then there's specific chapters of how you can improve your memory for facts and information, depending on what your learning style is. There's a a test to see what you are, and then there's a visual chapter, an auditory chapter, and a kinesthetic chapter. And Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life. It's the one where uh, I describe some of the exercises. That's available both on Balboa Press as well as Amazon in both book and mail order book and Kindle form. And the uh, the one that's coming out, the uh, ultimate ultimate guide to healing your past, will be available also. Create space and Amazon Kindle. Now, if you want to see, if you're thinking you might like one or the other, or you'd like to see everything, my website is www.phenomenalmemory.com, and there you'll have access to both 
my books to my monthly newsletter. I mean, I just before I came on the show, I interviewed an amazing lady uh, for this month's newsletter who overcame lupus and still just graduated from college at age 38 and has three children. And so you can hear some read some amazing stories on my newsletter, too, as well as tips for how to heal the past. Fantastic. Fantastic. And uh, uh, you, you also provide uh, daily tips on uh, how, to, how to really uh, tap into your memory and, and, and make changes? Yes, there's tips every few days. I'm just getting started on that. But, uh, you know, there will be tips coming up uh, at least every few days and possibly every day, but no less than once a week. So it's good to tune into and... Uh, now look at every few days as well as any new products that will come out. And by the way, I also didn't mention that Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life is also available as an audio book. Oh, great, great. There's a lot of people doing that these days. We're, our, our lives are so full with everything we're trying to do and, and, and we're driving around everywhere or, or taking a jog and, and to be able to hear it as well. Uh, that's very helpful. Yes, I think... Uh, Sometimes you can you can turn your car, and if you drive a whole lot, you could turn your car into a university on wheels by listening <laughs> to learning tapes. And <laughs> uh, that's a good idea. You know, I, there's something about just sitting down with a good book and just reading. But you know, to to really get the information, if you want to get a lot of information, audio is is also a very powerful way to do that. Um, so, wow, you've got a, a few books out there and, and, and one coming as well. So uh, at what point did you decide, you decide that you just had to put it all on paper and, and, and start sharing it with the world? Well, for a lot of years, I wondered, how could I use this talent to benefit the world? Because during my college years and even beyond that, when people knew about my memory, they'd say, like, maybe you ought to be a doctor or an accountant or something with numbers. But I found out in college there's no real transference there. And uh, I always had a strong impulse to help people. Then when the project at the university came up, it was very exciting for me. Hey, I finally can use this to benefit the world, be part of research. And then I started going to book marketing seminars, and somebody found and somebody suggested at one of them that I can, because of my name as well as what I do, I could call myself Frank Healy, the memory healer. <laughs> that has a good ring to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, that was a, one of the first things I thought about when, when uh, I discovered you was, wow, you know, if I had this in college, I could have, you know, really been anything. But you said it's not really trans, it, was, it wasn't very transferable. Well, no, it's like, you know, remembering, in fact, the uh, the slang term that the university gave it, the hyperthymesia, was highly superior autobiographical memory because it's very specific. Mm. Although I'm pretty good at learning facts, too. In fact, somebody asked me the other day, do I remember everything I read? And I'd say, I remember the main points, but in addition to that, I always remember the date that I learned something and read uh -huh. something. Got it. You got it. Great. Great. Wow. Um, okay. So we're going to take another break here. Uh, I've got a ton more questions for you, Frank. I'm really glad you're here with us uh, this morning, and uh, I look forward to the rest of our conversation. We'll be right back 
after these messages. And remember, uh, you can go to uh, Frank's site, which is uh, phenomenalmemory.com and yes, pick up his right. books. We'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Everybody, everybody. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. So, Frank Healy, the memory healer, is with us all the way from New Jersey, and he is really um, telling us a little bit about what it takes to to uh, heal ourselves, our, ourselves by really managing our memories in a different way. Uh, Frank, one of the questions that comes up as as we talk about this is is there are times when I, I forget things and I'd love love to be able to remember, like an anniversary date or birth, someone's birthday, uh, things like that that probably just come so natural to you. Is there a way that we can increase our our recall abilities? Well, one way is to come up with uh, as many memory associations as you can, such uh, if you make a point during someone's birthday to notice what's going on around you, such as like if you were watching a football game, okay, that narrows it down to the memory was in the fall, the the birthday is in the fall, Mm -hmm. or uh, as well as 
Like if you make these associations of what you were doing at different ones of their birthdays, maybe there was a carnival in town that always comes that week or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe you were always on vacation for someone's birthday and and you know when you always go on vacation. And if you combine that with the old-fashioned rote procedure of saying it over a few times, maybe saying the person's name and then their birth date, you combine those two techniques and that can really help you remember it. Uh, okay, great, great. Excellent. Yeah, you know, I, I do find that remembering some birthdays is much easier because it's associated with a, a holiday or, or a time of the year that, that's kind of special. And uh, those are the easy ones to remember, the ones that are harder that, that don't have any association with it. So that's, that's a, good, uh, a good tip. What, when people find that you have this, uh, this unique ability, what are some of the things that the common questions people ask you or the common things that people want uh, you to share? Well, interestingly enough, through the years, I've gotten mostly positive reactions to it. I mean, sometimes somebody might make a joke like, say, it's scary or, uh, you know, but more. But I get more kinds of reactions along the lines of, boy, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I get the questions about, is it good or bad, as I talked about earlier in our show. And sometimes, but people have a lot of fun. Like I, I discovered way back in eighth grade when, uh, when we were going to do a talent show, and um, well, I, I didn't really play an instrument back then, and uh, I wasn't sure if I could sing well. Although later on, I did well at both those things. So I decided, how about something really unique? I'll show off my memory. People tell them their ber- me their birthdays, and I'll tell them what day of the week it was and what happened. Mm-hmm. So then, even though they said I shouldn't be on the talent show, the vice principal said that because. He thought some of the uh, less intelligent kids might not appreciate it, and so. But still, it became popular entertainment for people to ask me, like, oh, "What was the weather like the day I was born?" or "What happened on the news?" <laughs> so it's a great conversation piece. Yes, I could imagine. <laughs> you could be the life of the party. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened a few times. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So as you were as you were growing up, you mentioned uh, that that uh, scenario in the eighth grade. But uh, throughout your life, was there a point in your life where you said, "You know what?" Uh, and you mentioned it earlier that you were going to use it to help other people. What was that turning point for you? What was that? Was there something that just happened that says, "You know, this is what I'm going to do"? Well, I think it was in my in in my early and mid forties. I had accomplished a lot in my life. I was living at the shore, which I always wanted to do. I was a successful counselor. Still, I was still trying to find the right woman, though. I've only been married for six years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember thinking, biographies sell, and so maybe I could write a book about how I do this, and maybe something will come from that. At the time, I had no idea what would come from it, but then when I heard about the university study on 2020, on May 9th, 2008, Friday, they had uh, they showed 
Jill Price, who was the first one they studied over there, and I thought, I'm going to send them a copy of my book. And they advertised at the end of the show, if you think you have this, write to these people. So I sent them a copy of my book, and it developed from there. And I thought, oh, this is great, although I never thought about contributing to research. This is what's happening now. They're studying me, and, and that was exciting to make a contribution. And and it's only evolved in the past three years when uh, I decided I can connect my memory and the ability to remember feelings as well to be able to add that to how I help people in counseling. So I think it's like my my lines were out for many years, even a couple decades, trying to find a way to use it. And uh, In fact, I had another wave of that in the late 80s when the movie The Rain Man came out and I saw it. And I started writing to TV studios saying, though, even though I'm not a savant, I mean, like uh, Ray Babbitt played by Dustin Hoffman, I found I decided, even though I'm a regular guy otherwise, I have this special ability. So I tried to be on some shows and did get on a couple, but then it kind of petered out. But this time, it, I think it was just a matter of it being the right time when our world was ready to uh, study this and uh, pay attention to my special abilities. Yes, yes. I, I think what, one of the things that, uh, that you said was that's really a very powerful um, and, and why it, it probably is more meaningful today than ever before. I think we, we as uh, humans becoming, we're starting to evolve uh, as we go, and, and we're becoming more and more in tune, enlightened. I don't know what the right word is, but the fact that our thoughts and our memories really create a level of energy and emotion in us that dictate what happens in our lives, your connection to that, your ability to connect the two and to really begin to will work with that uh, with that platform is 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 very um, I think it's very attractive to a lot of people in terms of how do I really begin to manage my life this way uh, I have memories that are creating things for me so how do I manage that and, and and for you to leverage that I think is very very powerful yes I think it is one thing that really excites me about it is when you learn, even if you've had a rough past with a lot of abuse, which many of my clients I counsel and coach have, you know, when you learn to manage it and change your beliefs and change your feelings, you never have to feel like a victim. Mm-hmm. And that, that re- I, re- I mean, I really like helping people overcome that and see that they can they can take charge of their lives and feel good about themselves no matter what in the world happened to them in the past yes well well that brings up a question for me and maybe i i don't understand it well enough and you can help me here it's this thing called repressed memories are that i've often heard that those repressed memories affect how people behave and believe and 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 feel as well is is there a connection there or am i missing something well i think with repressed memories uh people anything that has to come up for you to deal with will will come to the surface at some point in your life i mean even sometimes people in their 20s who were sexually abused or raped as children and they suppressed it 
it'll come up at some point and then it's like because basically what thinking is is problem solving so anything that's even suppressed and not resolved will come to the surface eventually i think uh well, I'm, even though I'm in the psychology profession, I'm not a big fan of Sigmund Freud. I think he decided that we all have these suppressed memories, and that's 98% of who we are, and all we can do is learn to live with it. I think we can be more powerful than that. Yes, yes, I agree with you there. I think we, the fact that we have this power to choose, we can, we can absolutely flood the memories that we want and the, the thoughts that we want in a way that, that helps us heal. Um, and I love the work that you're doing there. Um, so when you talk about uh, victims and people that were abused, whether they're repressed memories or not, a lot of those things that have happened to people, and it might not have been really traumatic. It might just have been you've had an over overbearing parent to that, you know, you could never do anything right, and, and they begin to uh, create a belief in you, or, or you begin to believe that you just weren't good enough. Um, those are memories as well that, that affect how people live. Uh, how do people get past those? I mean, I, I know you gave us a couple of tips, but is there there's some way to break through that that's, that's really salient? Well, I think if we take the example you just gave, Clarence, of an overbearing parent, it might be where you begin to see yourself as someone who can't take charge and someone who responds to things but doesn't really take initiative. And and if you stay that way, you won't get very far in the world. And I think what it takes is – and then what happens psychologically is you can project onto other people, particularly authority figures, that parent. And you can be afraid of authority and afraid of criticism and – and feel pretty helpless and then get depressed. Or you could be very angry toward that parent and suppress that and become depressed so you can keep a roof over your head. Mm. You know? And so it's like, uh, and what you need to learn is to change your beliefs and your view of the world and of yourself, that not everybody is that parent and the world at large, you can probably do better. You can be taken seriously when you take yourself seriously. You can take initiative to get what you want and help others and anything else you're inclined to take initiative. But you need to uh, you need to realize that you're not what that parent said said and and you're not how they treated you. They're not the foremost authority. And right. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, in, in, in fact, many times uh, the the way parents uh, treat their children, um, good or bad, is not necessarily because the child is is one way or the other. The parent themselves are dealing with issues themselves, that, and that's how they behave. That's how they feel, and that's that's what's coming out for them. And it's unfortunate it gets transferred in that in that way. That energy gets transferred to the child. Uh, well, we're going to take a uh, we're going to take another break here. Wow, this this hour is going very quickly. We have one more segment with Mr. Frank Healy, and I'm so excited he's on. He's telling us all that we need to know. Well, not everything, but he's telling us a lot about what we need to know about our memories. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. 
you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She's a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc., and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome to Toginet, cutting edge radio. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello and welcome back. We're here with Mr. Frank Healy. And he is uh, helping us heal our emotions, heal our memories, change our lives. Uh, Frank, when we talk about the, uh, I'll just say the average person that you see and that you speak with, uh, are there maybe a, a few things that are very common that if we could just do these two or three things, um, that we can begin to have a, a real impact on our current life and begin to shift that, that piece about our memories. I know you've talked about flooding and, and some other things, but give us the top one or two things that, that you think are very, very important for us to know. Well, I think the simplest thing, and if you do it often enough, it can be very effective, is get in the habit of every time you catch yourself dwelling on a negative and becoming angry or anxious or depressed or even just sad, you know, you can uh, remind yourself that you quick remind yourself that you don't have to feel that way and then substitute a more positive, a more positive memory there. Or you could also, and if you have some time, if, uh, like if you're sitting around and have some time and a negative memory comes up, you might even be able to extract from it, what can I learn from this? What can I do different the next time? So that's probably the most effective way. And particularly if maybe you have a regret memory, like maybe uh, if you didn't, like maybe somebody gave you a hard time and you didn't stick up for yourself and then you're mad at yourself about it, you just say, okay, what can I learn from this? Now, in my book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, I have a, chap- a chapter that tells about what f- bullying memories and also what forgiveness is and isn't, some ideas that with that. So I think quick changing your thoughts is probably the quickest way. And that's one of those things that you might not start out real good at, but you get better with practice like most things. And also, I think if you take the time to... Uh, Time to be good to yourself. You know, make meditate, uh, l- listen, listen to music, and take time out. That can, that can, that can, and then memories pop up when you're in that good, relaxed state. Then you could go right into a meditative state and uh, 
you know, go back and forth between the good and the bad. So I think those are the key th- those are a couple of the key things. And number three is it's really not that hard to figure out what beliefs you developed from a bad memory and a good memory for that matter, and see if you can change the ones that don't serve you anymore. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> wow. That was a <laughs> That was extremely powerful, what you just said. You know, catching yourself, reminding yourself you don't have to feel that way, that's huge. Just to just to know that you just don't have to feel that way. You have that choice. That's huge. Yes, that's right. You know, you can – and that can also help you if you believe you're a victim. Gaining that control can help you to see, you know – Whatever the bad memory was and whomever was involved, you don't have to give them that much power, really any power anymore. I mean, I once read where the best way to get revenge on people who've maybe made your life not too good at a certain time is to just live a good, happy life now. Mm. And that can help you to do that. Yes, yes. Uh, well, you did mention, uh, and, and you, you mentioned two things in your book, uh, b- bullying and forgiveness. And I'd like to take one of those. Uh, I know forgiveness can be a really big, big topic. I guess bullying can be as well. But can you say a little bit more about how that plays out as it pertains to our our beliefs and our memories? Well, if you've been bullied a lot, you can develop such beliefs as You're not attractive, your life is meant to be hard, and people will always give you a hard time. And and that can play out where when somebody tries to be nice to you or be your friend or your new lover, you'll wonder what they're up to or what the real motive is and not trust them and maybe push them away. But it's important to make that separation. In fact, I give some ideas, some beliefs that are useful to adopt if you were bullied in school or at an old job or something, such as if it was school, it's like the the people's minds were not that developed anyway, so they were still kind of primitive. And, uh, And maybe somewhat half humorously, I also put in there that If it was more than seven years ago, you and they are not even in the same bodies that you were in because of the way (laughs) nature goes with our bodies. We replenish everything in seven years and some things a lot quicker. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. We're we're just completely different people now, cell by cell. We're we're a different person. That's interesting. You know, when 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 we uh, when we talk about the bullying, you know, this is interesting because I tomorrow morning I get the opportunity to speak to a group of uh, well, three or four different high school classes um, throughout the morning, and one of the things that I believe the um, the ad- administrator wants me to address is this thing called bullying, and. And so I'm really, really uh, glad you you've just, you've said that about bullying and how it how it plays out and how it becomes a part of us as we project it on others if we've gone through it ourselves at some point. Um, this thing about forgiveness, you know, when someone has done you wrong and and you hold on to that um, even past the seven year mark, uh, what what really begins to happen in our minds and our emotions? I think what happens is 
You know, well, one one reason why people refuse to forgive is because they think they need to keep their guard up in case somebody pulls that in the future and they'll be ready to handle it. But the problem is holding on to anger and hate and everything, you suffer. Mm. You know, just you hold on to all all that anger and uh, like when you so you do it, you forgive really for yourself so that you won't be holding on to that. And you can still learn from the memory and forgive the person and still be prepared if someone tries to bully or hurt you in the future because you learned. But you don't have to hold on to those feelings. And forgiveness is really achieved when you have no more feelings about the matter. Like it's where. If you don't, I mean, if you get happy when you hear something bad happen to the person who gave you a hard time, well, then you have not forgiven. Or if you feel, or if you feel bad, what angry when something good happens, or if you, uh, yes. you know, when there's no more feelings about it, then you for either way, then you're forgiven. It also doesn't mean that you invite them over for dinner or that you say what they did was great. You're just letting it go. Right, right. You're letting it go. I like that. You know, I, I, I've, uh, you know, I have a lot of definitions. I've re, I've redefined. I've written my own uh, dictionary here, Webster's, and I, I talked about my definition of belief. My definition of forgiveness is that you forego what has happened, but you continue to give. In other words, you, you, you stay connected to your your authentic self by giving and giving is so important for us to give in this world but you forego what has happened which means you've disconnected from that feeling you've talked about um and i think that's very very important well that's right you know and that's a good way of uh looking at the word forgive you know forgo and then give because you know really uh it might be that you know you you, you just let go, and some people have said when they forgave, they don't really feel any big emotion. Well, that's another sign that you have succeeded in forgiving when you don't feel any big emotion about feeling about it anymore. Yes, yes, I've, I've heard. You know, I've heard people. You might have heard this uh, as well. Uh, where people say, "Well, I've forgiven him, but I'll never forget," which to me, <laughs> which to me says they really haven't let go of that emotion. They really haven't forgiven. Uh, yeah, that's a cop out. To say <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I chuckle when I hear people say that because they think they, you know, in their mind they've forgiven, but they really haven't. Uh, so, so once again, let's let's let people know how to how to reach you, how to reach your material, how to get in touch with your your work. Uh, will you just take us through that again? Okay, well, you can order all of my books either in the trade paperback form or in the Kindle form on Amazon. You know, uh, create space for the books and uh, as well as uh, Amazon Kindle for the Kindle versions. And my book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, is also available from Balboa Press. The uh, only advantage to ordering it there is that it has pictures where the some funny illustrations where the create space version just has the text but there's a lot of inspiring stories as well as some humorous remarks and uh, nothing offensive and also you know you can also order from amazon the audio version of uh, of heal your memories change your life and my book um, by the time you know within the next uh, week or 10 days or so my new book uh, 
the ultimate way to heal your past will be available also in all those venues. And to see it all, to also get my newsletter and uh, and some tips on improving your memory and healing your memory, you should go to my website at www.phenomenalmemory.com. Great, great. Thank you. Um, and I encourage everyone to take a look at Mr. Frank Healy and his work, his books. Um, I think they they could really, really enlighten you and, and some of the things that might be standing in your way of taking you to where you want to go. You're on your journey to some fabulous things in your life, but you can get stuck. And one of the things that stops you are your beliefs and to know where they come from uh, through your memories, changing your memories, or let's say healing your memories and changing your life could be just what you need. So um, I encourage you to, to go and take a look. Thank you for that. So as we, as we wind down, Frank, um, I just, uh, and you, you gave us three very good things to, to, uh, to think about, catch, you know, catching yourself and reminding yourself you don't have to feel that way and, and um, you know, what you can learn and, and what you can learn from whatever it is that you're feeling or experiencing uh, and, and take time to be good to yourself. I think that's very, very helpful. Um, and then you said figure out the beliefs that you have. I think that's very, very insightful as well. Thank you for that. Is there is there anything that you would uh, that we didn't cover tonight, uh, this morning that you would like to uh, to share with everyone? Yes. Yeah, so I think my new book. The reason it's entitled uh, "The Ultimate Guide to Healing Your Past" is because it's all about you and your memories, which I consider to be the things that each person who reads it, their own memories, tell them what they need to learn to do better. Because a lot of self-help can be a hit or miss. Like the reader can, they have prescribed exercises that the reader can do, and it may or may not help them depending on it. But my book is all about you. And really, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life is the same idea. Your memories. So it's what you need to learn specifically. So I consider it very personalized to each reader. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Frank. I really appreciate your time. I know your time is precious. I hope you remember this day for a very long time. And, oh, I will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I honor the work that you're doing. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, thank you, Clarence. It was a pleasure. All right, everyone. We'll see you again or talk to you again next week. Be thankful. Give when you can. Love first and then choose. Have a great week, everyone. joining us on today's true life academy certified coach trainer and motivational speaker clarence caldwell returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of yes the life you were intended to live